sponsors. It's summertime, it's summertime, and the living is easy, but the conversation is always topical and lively. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. But you got to have friends, the feelings are so strong. You got to have friends to make that day last long. I had some friends, but they're gone. Something came and took them away, and from the dusk till the dawn, here is where I'll stay. Well, good morning, good friend. Welcome to the program. It's 8.09, nine minutes after the hour. We're underway for the uh, Friday edition of our Swinging Soiree. Our number dus is about to begin. We'll be traveling with our team from Uniglobe. We'll have a travel coming up uh, in the second part of this hour. Got a few odds and ends I want to get to in this hour, plus going to talk about the Lebanese Festival. And next hour, uh, David DeWitt from the Ohio Capital Journal is back with us. Issue 1 went down to defeat. David was on a couple of times talking about Issue 1 ahead of time. Now that Issue 1 was defeated in the Buckeye State, what's next? The abortion uh, constitutional amendment is certainly next. But does that defeat of Issue 1 have deeper meaning for the political state of the Buckeye State. We'll talk about that with uh, David DeWitt coming up in the third hour of the show. And some of you there may say, well, but what about that old man McCabe? Well, John is off doing newspaper business today, so no no Friday roundtable today. It's uh, 65 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 64 at the Highlands, 62 in my backyard in Elm Grove, and 63 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Sunny today, a high of 83, so today's going to be a good one. Then tomorrow, another verstunkt one, warm and wet. Maybe even some thunderstorms will be in the 80s tomorrow. Sunday, once again, sun is out. Nice day, high in the low 80s. Monday, it's stormy again. As Adam has said all week long, we've had one good day, one bad day, one good day, one bad day. Now, every day has a little mixture of all of it in there. So, uh, like yesterday, it was really kind of verstunkt all the way up until, what, about 1 o'clock or so, Bob? I, right after lunch, it began to lighten up a little bit. Right after I had my... Cream, not cream, after I had my tomato soup and my uh, grilled ham and cheese. And then, and yes, yes, last night, let me see, I might as well, real quick before I get to my guest, off the Frio Stack Auction Service uh, text line. Oh, by the way, we got a call off the Frio Stack Auction Service hotline, correct? Oh, we did. Uh, the game is at Fleming Field uh, at uh, Shadyside. Thank you, very nice uh, lady that called in, and that will be next Friday. A week from tonight is the very first uh, high school game for us here, the OVAC game. Martin's Ferry, Shadyside? That's correct. At Shadyside. At Shadyside. So thank you for calling in. Now, the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Honest to goodness, Howard, please take better care of yourself. You had grilled cheese tomato soup for lunch, then went to Red Lobster and freaking crushed a meal made for a family. I, I did have Crab Fest again last night. Think of your family. Think of Teddy. You will never see them again if you continue to eat like that. I hope you start to take your health seriously. Yeah, Howard, when are you going to start taking your health a little bit more seriously? Aren't crabs good for you? I thought those, I thought those crab legs were good for me. I, I don't the, know. Maybe not 12. Crab legs with all the butter. Isn't, doesn't, that, doesn't that somehow like it cleanses your arteries or something? Am, am, I, am I wrong? Am I wrong in believing that? It, it, you know, I love these crabs. Look, here's what happened. Uh, Teddy and his parents are at the beach. And every day... They send me 
pictures of their lunch. And Jason one day had a pound of crab legs, a pound of shrimp, and a pound of hush puppies. And I'm thinking, man, not, you know, I wish I was at the beach, but that, nobody invited me. So best we could do, went to, went to Red Lobster and had our crab fest again. And I ate them all. We, it was a little embarrassing, Bob. We had a great server. Guy was really, really super nice. He did just took care of everything. He understood how I like to eat. It was nice. Here's what was embarrassing. I do wear the crab bib, okay? I do put the bib on when I eat the crabs because they're pretty sloppy. This kid put the bib on for me. Sir, let me put the bib on for you. <laughs> he tied the bib around my neck. So, uh, so. I don't think I eat. Well, I eat a lot. I, uh, I, but I, I don't, it wasn't bad for my health. I'll be fine. I, I, I talked about a, a salad for lunch today, right? You did, Howard. All right. Let me ask Lou Corey uh, this morning. Lou, is, is Lebanese food healthy food? Is it good for me? Yes, it is. Okay. In moderation right. like everything else, Howard. Well, I guess yeah. moderation is not a word I'm particularly keen that's, on. That's, that's, the, that's the bully is uh, pure health. <laughs> there you go. But you are ready for the big uh, Lebanese festival this weekend. I've seen signs all over the place. It's yep. uh, How many years has it been now? I know I ask you that every year, but how many years has it been? We are, we are celebrating our 90th anniversary, Howard. Wow. The oldest festival in the Ohio Valley. I don't think there's any question about it. <laughs> and it took, yeah, did you, you took a year off maybe for the pandemic? I can't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah we, yeah, we did, and we're happy. You know, last year we were back, and uh, I think we're getting better every year. We got a wonderful group of people. Uh, they work together, and uh, it's going to be a great festival. And happy to hear the weather's going to be nice on Sunday. Yeah, it looks like a beautiful day. Going to be sunshine, blue skies, temperatures in the low eighties. Absolutely perfect festival weather. All right, now I'm going to ask, first of all, obviously you're going to have kibbe because that's my very favorite. And I, I saw someplace. I was helping the preparation yesterday. Boy, does it look good. And I did have a sample. So, did you? yeah, we're going to have kibbe. <laughs> you know, my wife uh, went to one of the uh, family picnics this past, last weekend. I did not go, but it was, you know, the, the Lebanese family picnics of some kind. And she came home. She brought me this little tiny piece of kibbe. She said, I said, did you bring me anything? <laughs> she said, yeah, I brought you some kibbe. Oh, it's great. You brought me some kibbe. And I was like this little... Tiny. It was like a like a a, a White Castle hamburger size patty. That, that's all you got me. You know, that's just enough to make me hungry. Eating some kibbe. I do love well, that just, kibbe. Just make sure you come early because we we sold out last year. We're making more this year, uh, but it'll probably be gone by three o'clock. Tell us a bit. What other kinds of uh, food is certainly a key part of it. What other foods do you have? Well, of course, we also have uh, a freshly grilled lamb shish kebab. Oh, which is being served where the where the kibbe's being served, and that's always a big hit. That sells out. We have a food truck uh, selling uh, shawarma sandwiches, you know, gyro type sandwiches. Right. Uh, and then we have a, a main uh, dinner line with all the Lebanese favorites: grape leaves, tabbouleh, uh, you know, rice. Uh, you know, so for a full dinner, you can you can come and have a full dinner, and of course, pastries. Lots and lots, big variety of <laughs> wonderful Lebanese pastries. Baklava is the one everybody's familiar with, but there are many others that are just wonderful. You had a big crowd last year. Yeah, and we hope that it's going to be bigger this year. Uh, and also, I, I want to tip our hats to the people at Ogilvy. They have been such wonderful and accommodating hosts for us. They treat us so well, and uh, we, we have to thank them every year for making our job a little bit easier. Where is the festival? What, what part of the park is it at? Is it in one of the shelters? Or is it in the... Uh, it's, a, 
Levinson Shelter. That's what I thought. Shelter, uh, the area used to be known as Site 1, and uh, now that the shelter's there, it makes it even uh, a nicer venue for our event. Right. Um, you did tell me this year some Lebanese wine, huh? Yeah, yeah. We uh, th- Well, you know, one thing that's interesting, the, the state made it a little easier. They've actually made available a license uh, for nonprofits, uh, including religious organizations, to get a one-day license for beer and wine. And so we're taking advantage of that, and uh, we're bringing in a, a, a three Lebanese wines, a white, a red, and a rosé. Uh, Lebanon has a great history of winemaking, uh, which may surprise some people, but, of course, it's in the Middle East, and it goes back thousands of years. But uh, also the French had a big presence in Lebanon back in the 19th century, and uh, they shared a little of their knowledge as well. So Lebanese wines are very good, and uh People have to come out and try them. Uh, obviously, it's, at least for me, the key emphasis is, and I think for the whole festival, is on food. But uh, you do have a few other – there are other reasons to come up there, right? Well, sure. We have entertainment. Uh, you know, I should uh, not fail to mention that the day starts uh, at 10 o'clock with a Maronite Catholic Mass. And that's, you know, originally that's the reason why it's held at this time of year, because of the uh, Feast of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin. And so it's always had that – strong religious component to begin the day. Uh, but we have entertainment all day. We have uh, Lebanese music, a live band, and we have a very talented uh, belly dancer who will be performing, as well as uh, our church uh, youth troupe will be doing some traditional dances. So uh, some entertainment. Uh, are there some things for kids? I know sometimes you have things for kids. I don't know if you're doing that or we not. Do. We do. We have kids' games. That's true, uh, you know, with prizes, and uh, that's that's a big attraction. You know, a lot of families come, and they spend all day, and we got to keep the kids entertained, and uh, I think we do a pretty good job of that. Now, um, if families want to come and stay together, do you still do the deal where they can, like, reserve a table? Yes, yeah, we have lots of people uh, reserving tables. It, it's late, too late now to do that, but if somebody wants to be able to do that, uh, you know, they should contact the church well in advance of next year, or if, if they're on our mailing list, we can let them know. But, yeah, and people come from out of town. They do use the, the opportunity to have a family reunion uh, gather together, and uh, they can rent tables. We have banquet tables under tents, and we also have picnic tables uh, that can be reserved. And so that's, that's what makes it, I think, a little bit uh, different from other festivals. The public is always welcome to come and enjoy and spend how much time they want to, but uh, there are people that come uh, as a family and, and spend the whole day there, and I think it gives it a different atmosphere than some of the other festivals. It, it, it really does. Uh, you know, my wife being of Lebanese extraction, um, I, I've been to that a lot, and we've been to a lot of other Lebanese events, and they're just, a, the Lebanese community is, a, uh, they love being, love, love being together, let's put it that way. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a community that has a long history in this uh, in this city and in the and in, in the Ohio Valley, going back to the beginning of the 20th century. Uh, naturally, uh, as with everybody, there's been lots of intermarriage, and so there are a lot of Lebanese folks, you know, that may not have Lebanese names, <laughs> you know, Irish, German, Polish, or whatever, but they still have a real affection for the church and the Lebanese community. I think the food helps hold things together. You know, I, I'm, I'm really uh, proud that my kids uh, and now my grandson, Teddy, are still very aware of the Lebanese heritage they have. They don't have Lebanese names, they don't, you know, but uh, when there's a Lebanese family event or something, they, they really love to go. They love the food to begin with. 
they take after granddad, you know, food is always, <laughs> is always important, but, but uh, they really love, maybe even more than I do, that, uh, that Lebanese connection. Uh, my, my oldest son in particular loves to be, loves to get together with some of the old Lebanese crowd and, and, and learn more about the history of the family and of the Lebanese community here. And that's, that's really cool. It makes me proud to have the kids feel that way too. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, there hasn't been a whole lot of uh, immigration to this area, at least, uh, from the Middle East, uh, you know, in 100 years. But, uh, you know, th there are a few people that uh, still are, are around who, who have joined our community and joined our church uh, who are fairly recent immigrants. And, uh, you know, it's good that they sort of, you know, rejuvenate the tradition a little bit. Uh, yeah. So it's good to have them as well. One day, maybe we'll have a, another little uh, wave of immigration if we get some economic activity going here. There we go. All right, so it is Sunday. The uh, Maronite Mass starts when? That's at 10 o'clock. The booths open at 11.30, and uh, we'll be open till 7 p.m. All right, up at uh, up at what we used to be known as Site 1, the Levinson Shelter there. Sounds good. Should be a lot of fun. B big crowd, I'm sure. Uh, and, um, oh, God, I hope they don't run a kid before I get there. I mean, you know, that kid— Kibby is, is very important to me. Hey, Lou, it's always good talking to you, my friend. I appreciate it very much. Have a great weekend. Have a good festival. Thanks so much, Howard. Hope to see you Sunday. All right. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. 821 in the morning on the Watchdog Morning Show. Lou Corey, uh, who has been one of the organizers of this festival forever and ever. Amen. I was going to make a joke. I thought I'd just let it be. I mean, Lou's an attorney after all. Be careful. Huh? I was going to make a joke about... Um, do you have all of your signs this year? <laughs> uh, I bet that might have got a chuckle out. I think it might have. You know, you remember a couple of years ago, the signs, some of the signs disappeared. You know, he said something, you know, that hasn't been 100 years since, you know, the Lebanese families, you know, stopped really coming to this area. And I was listening to you talk to Mr. Corey, and I was thinking about the, the Lebanese people that, that I've known in my lifetime. We talk about Shipley Shipley. Yes. We talked about Freddie Shy there at the Sportsman. All but, family members. But, you know, the Wakeums, you know. The Wakeums, yes. I mean, the Lebanese community, uh, I've married into it, not, but it is a uh, it is a very, very tight-knit community. Uh, and and family reunions a lot of fun. But when I was in Saudi Arabia, um, I met the guy who was the biggest Mercedes dealer in Lebanon. And I mentioned, I said, um, "Oh, my wife is Lebanese." He jumped up. He's, "Oh, you're of the tribe. You yeah. are of the tribe." They gave me a seat of honor, and <laughs> I got everything I wanted. I Tried to get a Mercedes from him, didn't quite didn't work that. out, Howard. No, but I mean, it was that's the oh, you are of the tribe because married into Lebanese. And, and I wanted to mention the Wakeham's, and I, I want to mention one more man who was uh, just just always in my corner my whole life. Yeah, and that was Lou John, and he was my yeah. attorney. He was my grandparents' attorney. He was my mother's attorney, and now his son Joe. I call him Joey. Joey, uh, yeah. you know, he's my attorney. So. Lebanese folks, I just uh, want to say shout out to you. Have a great festival this weekend. Yeah, it, it is. And the festival is fun. The food, I really do. Look, I, all of the meat-oriented foods I love. Now, some of the other stuff my wife will tell you I stay away from. But, man, the shawarma, uh, the lamb skewers. Oh, that's, oh, lamb skewers. That sounds good to me. And kibbe. Kibbe, 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 kibbe. And that's a true story. My wife came back from a, uh, uh, a little Lebanese family gathering uh, last, last weekend, two weekends ago. And I didn't go. I was, it was actually Sunday I was preaching. And um, so I brought you some kibbe. Oh, 
oh, you brought me kibia. I'm looking for a big plate to spend the next hour eating, right? She brings a little tiny, I said it looked like a white castle hamburger. You know how small those things are. It looked like a white castle hamburger. Said, Here's your kibbe. One bite. One. It was literally one bite. It's like, well, that, it, yeah. Yes. But I'll get more than a bite this weekend. Lebanese Festival this weekend. Um, they've kind of, I think because it's hard for people to pronounce, they've stopped calling it the Maharajan, which is Lebanese Festival. And I never got it right, and Lou would yell at me every year, Howard, you're not pronouncing it right. You're not saying it right. Maharajan. I think I've got it right. Anyways, uh, be, be sure to uh, take uh, take part in that. I think Blues Fest is this weekend, too, is it not? I believe so. Uh, and also I have something here. Grandview Park is doing free concerts and fireworks tomorrow at dusk. Uh, they say bring the family with a blanket or some chairs, grab some ice cream at Flurry's, their ice cream store up there. Find a spot by the Red Barn and enjoy the fireworks. So free concert and fireworks at Grandview Park uh, on Saturday, tomorrow night. Uh, it's beginning at uh, 7 p.m. The concert fireworks will be at dusk. Lots of stuff going on at Grandview. Um, and I think there's something else this weekend. So we've got Lebanese Festival, Blues Fest, Grandview. What am I forgetting? There's something else. You all got to help me with that. There's something else going on this weekend that I want to remind people to go to. Uh, text me, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, the Frio Stack auction service text line, or call me, 304-232-8255, 304-232-TALK, uh, the Frio Stack auction service hotline. One of, the, one of those ways you can let us know there's something I'm forgetting. There's something I'm forgetting going on this weekend. Uh, please let me know what it is. It's 825 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Friday edition of the program, we'll get you ready for a busy sports weekend and set the scene for the Reds Pirate Series in Pittsburgh. Pat Strader will be here for Beer Friday at 433, and we'll be talking about the Mountaineers at 5 with Brad Howe. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out, and our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Who wants craft beer? Saturday, August 19th, the Mountaineer Brewfest brought to you by Wheeling Island Hotel Casino Racetrack is back at Wheeling Heritage Port, showcasing craft beers from West Virginia's finest brewers. With great food, live entertainment, and many more craft beer selections in our beer garden, it's a wild and wonderful time, and you don't want to miss out. Proceeds benefit the family service Upper Ohio Valley. Get your tickets now at mountaineerbrewfest.com. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. We are back. Check out your favorite talk radio station on our new Facebook page at Watchdog WV. Click our like button to follow what's happening on the Watchdog FM 98.1 and 97.7 AM 1600-1370. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care right here at home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, we embody the Mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, pioneering medical care, moving forward with compassion. 
WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital. Delivering the right care, right place, right time. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. showed how deep my love was to my beautiful, lovely wife, Nancy. Very good, Howard. It is the year that we became, not just betrothed, but actually wed on October 15th, 1977. You know, when I did a little reminiscing, I, I was 15, uh, the summer of 77, and what I remembered, Howard, and, and this is kind of crazy, and I think a lot had to do with, with the age, and that movie right there, uh, from the soundtrack of Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Big movie, huge, dominating movie. I went to the drive-in in the theater probably at least a half dozen times really? to see that movie. And it wasn't just one of those deals where you were hanging out there and the movie just happened to be playing. Right. There was just something about that movie, and I think the, the soundtrack had to have you know such you know, a big part of that. Yeah, it was a huge part of it. Yeah. But that was a big, that was a big uh, movie that summer. And there was another movie, and you'd have to say it was even bigger – and you know how many times I went and watched this movie? What? How many times? Zero. What was the other one? Star Wars. Star Wars. I went to see it once. I've never been a giant Star Wars fan. I went to see it this, this summer it was out. Yeah. And you still have those kooks today that stand out there, camp for two days to get a good seat, <laughs> you know, when, when it comes back around. It, it's the original Star Wars with four extra sec seconds of, of, of film added to it. It's like, really? All right, Howard, who am I? We're going to play a little bit of a game of who am I? Oh, boy. We just, I'm, a, I'm one of the, uh, the most famous entertainers ever. We just played 18 holes. I say, great round, boys. They look around, and I'm dead on the green. Ooh, Who am I, Howard? Don, well, you're, you're an entertainer. One of the biggies. One of the biggest golfer, ever. Golfer, obviously. Great round, boys. And they look around, and I'm dead on the green. 1977. 1977. Bob Hope? Close. <laughs> real, real close, but he lived to be like 100. Bing Crosby. Bing, they're Bingle? Bing says, they're, they're Bingle died on the golf course? He says, great round, boys. They look around, and oh, Bing is dead. Lord. Now, I got another one for you in 77. Okay. You'll get this one. Who am I, Howard? I grab the TV guide, and I say, baby, I'll be right back. And I go into the restroom. Ah, I know this one. I know this <laughs> Okay, Howard, 1977. Who was that? The king of rock and roll. <laughs> Another biggie says, hey, I'll on be the, right back. On the crapper. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible. Isn't that incredible? First place is amazing. Uh, you think about that. Grab the TV guide to take and read. I mean, I take something to read all the time with me. But TV guide. <laughs> and for me, really hits home. Now, everybody doesn't agree with me because they're saying you, you, you don't know what you're talking about. What about Van Halen? What about the Eagles? 
I truly believe the greatest American rock and roll gr- group band of all time was Leonard Skinner. Oh, what man. happened in 1977? Well, Somebody must have died. So, oh, the crash. Well, the, 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 yeah. the lead man, the, the writer of, the, of all the music, Ronnie Van Zant, died. So 77. Wow. And here is one more that I want to leave you Wait with. Wait a minute. Out. On the crapper? On the golf course? <laughs> And a plane crash. Yes. Wow. Okay. And you and I talk about, you know, usually weather related. We look around and we say, wow, this is a sign. <laughs> we better buckle up because this might be it. If this happened this year, that what happened in 1977, I think we'd have been convinced. You know what happened? Well, Ben Crosby died on the golf he course. He did. So. <laughs> and maybe this is what gave him a heart attack. It snowed on Miami Beach. Really? It snowed in the Bahamas. What? <laughs> That's, now, we would be sure that it, it, apocalypse is right around the corner yes. if that happened right now, right? I always say, of course, I'm saying these days right now with fires in Maui and the water, I always say, if we saw this in a movie, we'd be yelling at the screen, can't you see something's wrong? <laughs> something's wrong. Uh, maybe that's what they were yelling in 1977. Maybe Bing Crosby was so concerned about the snow in the Bahamas. <laughs> he said, that he, oh, great round, boys. Is that snow? <laughs> and he dropped dead. Good round, boys. But, what, uh, what a great, how, what a great, you know, that should be on your tombstone. <laughs> Last words. Great round, great boys. Great round, boys. <laughs> Where's Bang? There he is there. So there you have it, Howard. A special year for you and Nancy. And a little a quick quick look back of the year 1977. Uh, 8.33, 8.27 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Our team from Uniglobal Highway Travel coming up next. We'll be talking about some travel ideas. And then uh, after 9 o'clock, McCabe is not here today. But I did invite David DeWitt to come back, David, from the Ohio Capital Journal. So we'll talk about issue one, which failed, and that's what he wanted, that's what I wanted. Uh, it was defeated this week. But uh, what's what's next? We'll talk about that with David in the 9 o'clock hour. 8.34 right now, and Taylor Long is here with Ohio Valley Headlines. Good Friday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this August the 11th. A Fallensby man is facing criminal charges for allegedly threatening the jury for the Pittsburgh Tree of Life shooting trial. Authorities say 45-year-old Hardy Carol Lloyd was taken into custody early yesterday. According to the criminal complaint, Lloyd began commenting online about the federal hate crimes trial of the Tree of Life synagogue mass shooter. He allegedly made threatening social media posts and emails towards the jury and witnesses during the trial. Lloyd is charged with obstruction of the due administration of justice, transmitting threats in interstate and foreign commerce, and witness tampering. And looking across the nation now, at least 55 people are dead and dozens are hurt as wildfires continue to rage across parts of Hawaii. Strong winds from Hurricane Dora are fanning three separate wildfires on the island of Maui. Hundreds of people have been evacuated, amongst them a Northeast Ohio native who moved to Hawaii several years ago to start a wedding planning business is among them. Brittany Thorne was evacuated from her home in the upcountry section of Maui Tuesday night. She says the wildfires got worse due to 80 mile per hour winds. Among the issues, cell phone towers down and there's no power. The National Guard has been activated and the Coast Guard has rescued more than a dozen people who jumped in the ocean to escape the fast moving flames. Thorne hopes that Hurricane Dora finally leaves the area and then crews will be able to get a better handle on the fires. And back here at home, back to school isn't just a day on the calendar in Brook County. It's a bash. Staff put together a celebration at the high school that was more than a meet and greet with teachers. Students were treated to a petting zoo, balloon animals, rock climbing walls, and free pizza. Free supplies were also handed out, donated by those who helped out with the county's Stuff a Bus event last month.
and that's all before they set off fireworks at 8:30. Firemen were there to raise the truck ladders and let the younger ones try on their equipment as well. The 2023 Bruins sports team also made their community debut. That was a look at your headlines. Have a fantastic Friday and a wonderful weekend, everyone. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614 614- for 72000 Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614-472000. 614-472000. Over the years, You've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. So stop in and check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room, and be ready for any summer adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end September 5th. Toyota, let's go places. Barstool Rough and Rowdy Brawl returns to Wheeling's West Vaco Arena August 18th. Featuring up to 20 fights, including several five-round fights. Bobby Lights Out Lane, Michael Make It Happen Brown, Hot Wheels, Dwarf Champion Lightning, Jeremy Smith, The American Redneck, The Polish Hammer, Strawberry Cowboy, and more. It's Barstool's Rough and Rowdy Brawl August 18th at Wheeling's West Vaco Arena. Welcomed by Bush Light, the Wheeling, Ohio County CBB, and Jill's Gentlemen's Club. Fighters and ring girls, sign up at joinrnr.com. Buy tickets at westbancoarena.com.
Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. I'm a traveling man, made a lot of stops all over the world, and in every port I own the heart of at least one lovely girl. Well, it's not the traveling man. No, Bill is not here. It's not even the traveling girl we're used to. Jennifer is not here. This is a, a face from the past. Jenna is back with us. You get me today. <laughs> I haven't seen you in ages. It, Pre-COVID for sure. So three years. Bob, I don't think uh, I don't think Jenna's been with us since you've been back no. uh, behind the board. No, I remember Jenna. I believe from Windsor Manor. I think she would pop in there, well, right? Yes. Over there. That's, yes. that's what she first started. That is. Right. I was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you used to be on all the time. And then, I did. Yeah. Well, they well, did put you in the back room. They did. Yeah. Them. They they were like, no, we're not sending her back down there. But now they're both gone. They don't have a choice. <laughs> they don't have a choice. I guess it's got to be Jenna. <laughs> oh man. I, I, let me. I don't don't want to get too personal. But how old your little kid? He he will be six. He's not a little kid anymore he's not no with remember a, when he was just born almost yeah. a teenager now. i remember when you were pregnant <laughs> i know <laughs> ungodly hot back then yeah. <laughs> yeah he will be six at the end of this month wow yeah yep time's flying does he travel much or do you all take him the travel? time really we do yeah he he <laughs> he just went to mount rushmore with me really and we so you got your mount rushmore no, t-shirt yeah. on yeah. yeah i'm sporting it um, yeah, you know, that's one of the very few national monuments that I have not been to. I've not been to Mount Rushmore. You know, we only were there four nights, which it was a go, go, go trip. And I have to give kudos to both my husband and my son because they they hung strong, helped me out. <laughs> but yeah, he goes everywhere. And it, it was great. We had and a great he, time. He enjoys it. He at, does. At yeah. Six, yeah. Yeah. He knows so much. like, And that's what I think I like about it. And I mean, his teachers growing up are not going to like me very much because I have no problem just yanking him out of school. I feel <laughs> My like, kind of mom. <laughs> right? I feel like for the experiences he's getting and the cultural diversity that he's seeing, because he goes on so many cruises. Sure, absolutely. Like, it, he he just astounds me with how much he just soaks it all in and just absorbs it. And and, and I think that's a, that's a very wise, very wise move. I and, mean, I mean, he's only take, in kindergarten. To take a kid out of school just to play right is is one thing but to go travel travel and you know and to places and learn things and, and, and experience I things figure that, as he gets older he'll probably one day and it's going to break my heart he's going to one day tell me mom i don't want to go oh and i will be prepared but it will still hurt <laughs> Or will you say, yes, you are going or, with me. Or, you know, mommy's um, not ready for that yet. you got to go. You must go. You must, <laughs> you must go. Where, where, let's talk about your child for a minute. Where, where has he gone? So Mount Rushmore? He, well, Mount Rushmore, um, of course, we did the Disney thing actually this past year. So he's done Disney. So he did Disney at six. He, uh, well, he's only five technically right now, so five. Okay, at yeah. five. He's not six and quite did he, yet. did he... Did he enjoy it? He did. I, I always wonder what time is, the, what age is the right age for kids at he, Disney? Well, and every kid is different. Yeah. He travels a good bit, so, you know. But I think that you know your kid best. And if you know that your kid is going to be able to stand in lines, don't make yourself miserable because then nobody's going to have a good time. Right. But if you know that your child is going to be able to go stand in lines because lines are inevitable, you are going to have lines. Oh, yeah. It's Disney. So as long as you know if your kid is going to be good, and don't get up at 7 a.m. If your kid doesn't get up early, if they don't get up early, don't get up early. Go and do the most that you can and make the most. You will get up, child. We're going to go now. Right. Well, and if your kid's an early person, then that's fine. But if you especially want to make it to the fireworks at 9, you know, you have to just accommodate for your kid. 
And I think that that's, there's no particular age. It's based off of your family and your kids. And I knew that he would be able to handle the lines, and he did great. What did he enjoy? He enjoyed, I mean, we got to see Mickey, which what kid doesn't who, who doesn't want, who to, see doesn't want to see Mickey? Um, we did, uh, we only did Magic Kingdom. Okay. But we did Buzz Lightyear, well, which he loved. Well, for a five-year list, probably. Well, we followed it up with a cruise, so that was one day Disney, and then we did a four-night cruise. That Dis- was my vacation. Disney cruise? Or no, just- it wasn't Disney. Okay. No, no, those are kind of pricey. <laughs> oh, okay, I got you. Mommy couldn't swing that this I year. I got you, okay. Um, but no, we had a good time. He liked Buzz Lightyear because, of course, what five-year-old boy doesn't like Buzz Lightyear? Right. Um, and then he actually liked the Haunted Mansion, which kind of surprised me. I thought he'd be a little scared of it, but he loved it. We wanted to ride it again, but the line doubled, so we, we didn't ride Decided it. We to. didn't ride it again. Right. So what else have you been doing? We, Where I have mean, you been? Well, lately, so we do the January cruise every year, which I have been blessed to be able to take for the past, ever since we've had it. So what, five or so years? Right before Max was born, so I guess six years. And then um, New England coming up this year. I did Alaska last year. That was gorgeous. Not even on my bucket list. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Alaska wasn't on my bucket list, but, uh, you know, they needed somebody to take it, and I'm not going to pass up the opportunity. Loved it. Can't wait to go back. Gorgeous. I I, I almost don't want to say this because I've said it so many times on this show. Alaska was never on a bucket list of mine. Right. It was on a, you know. Right. All right. It should be, yeah. You know, I guess I'll I'll go. And uh, several years ago, we did the Alaska, both the land tour and then the cruise afterwards. It is, without a doubt, my favorite trip. For all the places I've been, Europe, Grand Canyon, the the major uh, monument, far and away, Alaska, my favorite. It is so beautiful out there. It is just untouched, wilderness, gorgeous. The people are so friendly. And I'm a beach person. But right, I actually too. I actually got to go to a beach when I was there. <laughs> so, I mean, it was a beach bonfire day. It's a different type of beach. You're not out swimming. But, I mean, it was gorgeous. One of my bucket list items, not going to Alaska, but one of my bucket list items always was to walk on a glacier. I don't This is something I always wanted to do. And we, we flew Onto out the to the glacier, glacier yep. and uh, spent, you know, an hour there. It was just so cool. Did That's, they give you the special boots? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, you have to understand, uh, so we're, the plane lands, and my wife gets off. We're backing down the ladder. First place, she falls off backwards and, and just, oh. well, it's okay. She kind of just falls into the snow because the snow is pretty highly packed. Right. Uh, and I laugh at her. <laughs> and then I come down, and I get down the ladder just fine, and I begin to walk. And I slip, and I fall, and my hand scrapes the pontoon uh the bottom of the, the plane. Bottom of the plane. Yeah. I ripped my hand open. The uh, the guide had to, he said, "Well, it's the first time in all the years I've done this. I've had to open up the first aid." There we go. <laughs> so. He dusted off the band aids. <laughs> yeah, and my favorite story about that was so we land. We're now wandering around the glacier. It's really cool, tremendously, just great. What this is wonderful, and we look over there, and here come a couple of people strolling over with coffee cups. Oh. Like they're coming down Edgington Lane in Wheeling or something. Like, they're strolling over. Hi guys. It's like, what? Where'd you come from? Where'd you, where'd you come? Oh, we've been here for a week. We just we came out here and oh. uh, we're just kind of hanging out here. They were just sleeping on the camping. Yeah, on the, they oh. camped and they. I mean, they came walking over with a cup of coffee. It's like, oh, it's just a regular morning. Oh, they just woke up, had their coffee, <laughs> like just, their front porch. But anyways, but I I love Alaska. I love Alaska. I have some friends going on the uh, your your trip next year. It, um, and it sells out every year. Yeah. I mean, I think that it is a big bucket list 
item for a lot of people. And if it's not on your bucket list, I mean, take my word and Howard's word. It wasn't on ours either, but I can't wait to go back. Yeah, it's and there's just so many different experiences you can get. Yes, on that, it's uh, I I just. Uh, I just loved it. Had a confrontation with a moose. Right. Came came a little dangerous there. Uh, you gotta I, watch them. <laughs> Nancy and I were moving slowly. We wandered through the through uh, the woods and looked at, and we were the last ones coming back. And the guy comes running out. And goes, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And we're going, yeah, we're making it. We're I'm making coming. It. He said, look right there, look right there. We turn around. This is giant bull moose just looking at us like, mm. hmm, could be dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to You're not going to outrun him. No. So we just <laughs> slowly got back to the bus. Anyways, I love Alaska. Can't speak too highly of it. What I have been missing, I have not been on a cruise for quite a few years. Um, and I do miss that. I, I used to cruise. We used to do a lot of cruises. Haven't done one for a good while. Um, so I, you, you've got a number of them coming up. Well, and thankfully, you know, we're we're back to the new normal. Right. You know, and they don't require the tests anymore. They don't require the masks anymore. They are back at full capacity, which I'm not going to lie. I kind of liked it when they were half capacity, <laughs> but it's OK. Um, you know, if it means that we're getting back to normal, that's fine. But, yeah, we have a couple coming up next year. I love cruising myself. It's so easy. And you get to see so many different places because of it. I mean, it's just your it's your mobile transportation yeah. ho- mobile hotel yeah you don't have to pack up a move and you can get to see so many islands but um i get to do the january one uh, again coming Brilliant. up next year yep very much so we're, but this one's going to bermuda oh, okay. um, and i haven't been to bermuda i haven't probably yeah. since 2015 yeah so i'm pretty excited to get back um bermuda st martin st thomas san juan and Puerto plata gorgeous islands lovely people and, I mean, 10 nights away in January when you guys are getting pummeled with snow back here, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> the last cru- – I think it was the last cruise we were on. One of the last cruises we took was a January cruise. Ugh. And we cruised out as the snows began yes. to fall. Yes. And the whole time we were there, we are getting reports back from right. home about how – Oh, the, you know, you're the ta- missing this snow. The town is socked in every the whole northeast. And it was like, really? Because oh, darn, we're, we're on the beach. I and- have a margarita and it's <laughs> 85 degrees and beautiful. What I enjoy about cruising is uh, again, first couple of times you want to make sure you hit every port and everything. Right. After a while. Sometimes I just want to stay on the boat. Right. The ship. Well, and that's what my mom does. You know, my mom has mobility issues and the heat. She has MS. So the heat is not good for her. So she just kind of gets on the boat, and it, when you are ported, everybody else gets off. And you got to yourself. You're not fighting for a table anymore. You're not fighting for a chair at the pool anymore. Right. You have the ship to yourself because everybody else is off the, you know, exploring the island, which in, it goes both ways. If you've already been to an island and you have no interest of seeing it, or maybe you just want to enjoy the ship because the ship in itself is a destination. There's so much to do on these ships. Well, and sometimes what I just want to do is nothing. Right. And that's when read a book. Just go to the poolside and read a book. And, we'll take a nap. And I do a lot of that. Uh, Have a, a drink. Lot. And and I, and I do a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> so all of those things. Uh, and then uh, two or three times I visit the buffet. A two or three, yeah. 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 You, a, you know, a round number. Yeah. 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 That, that, that sounds good. Yeah, So the January cruise you're taking is is to, to Bermuda or you'll stop at Bermuda? We'll stop at Bermuda. St. Martin, St. Thomas, San Juan, Puerto Plata. Okay. Yeah, so it's a good one. It's a nice round one. It gets you to a couple different islands, and Bermuda's gorgeous. They do cruises specifically to Bermuda, so the fact that they squeeze that in there, I love it. Yeah, that's that's a nice yeah. little addition. Yeah. Uh, that's a, so it's a 10-day cruise. It's 10 nights, yep. Ten, well, 10 nights, okay, yep. yeah. That's the perfect time. Bob Slider and I were talking about this the other day. Um, 
first place, I can't understand the people who go on five day cruises. I, that that not enough to me. That's like that's just that's just that's just torture. That's just teasing. We you. did a four night cruise in in May. Me and my family. It was our family vacation, and I was like, that it wasn't even relaxing. No, because no, you I, got on the ship and you unpack. Well, I didn't even unpack. What's the point? Right. And then you, the next thing you knew, you, people were setting their luggage out in the hallway, which is the most depressing thing. Right. When you see that, it's like, oh, no. Uh, seven days is normal, and I, 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 that's I fine. I can do seven. But I usually am not quite ready right. to come back after seven. The 10-day cruise is just Perfect. exactly right. Because it, it is. 10 days I enjoyed. By you, the time we turn around, start going back, I feel, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready now. It's just enough time that it feels like home. And then as you get to those last couple of days, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to be in my own bed. Yeah. It's just perfect. Perfect cruise. So that's it's a ten night cruise. Ten uh, nights, uh, including Bermuda in January. Still room, I assume. Oh yes. Yep. Yep. We still got space and a lot of balconies. Ever since COVID, and I can't blame people. We have so, our balcony sales have probably doubled. Really? People. Nobody's interested in the insider ocean views anymore, which is understandable. So we have plenty of balconies left for that one because I know that that's what people are looking for. Uh, two three two fifty one seventy one. Call and uh, make your make your reservations. Other cruises coming up. Oh, you mentioned yeah. the uh, New England. Well, and. I mentioned Bermuda. We're actually doing a Bermuda a cruise, Bermuda cruise. Okay. next year with Ron Retzer Trio. So that'll be fun. That's in June next year. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, Alaska. We do that every year. New England, we do that every year. Next year, they're also considering Hawaii, which I know I heard you guys talking about Maui. Well, well let's uh, – <laughs> you might want to hold off on that. I'm it not won't sure. be till next fall. Yeah. I, I was going to ask – you led me into it, though. Are you having uh, any of your clients that are having problems in Hawaii right now? Thankfully, no. We don't actually have a whole lot of travel to Hawaii um, this year. Um, so it, it hasn't been an issue, knock on wood, for the office. Um, and hope, hopefully – and we, we've been praying for them. Obviously, the situation is terrible. It's, it's horrible over there. Right. And the, uh, Bob, do you have, have you paid attention to what is the death toll now? It was, it's near 60. Yeah. Oh, gee, yeah. Christmas. So, I mean, we're, we're praying for them. And, and, of course, if it needs to be a, a trip that's put on the back burner, it will be. But it, at this point, it's not even scheduled till fall of next year. So, hopefully, obviously, for them that they get everything under control by then. Because tourism is big for them, too. Now – the 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 huge fires are are on Maui. Um, I heard they were on the Big Island too. Oh, uh, okay. So they're they're spreading. Because my yeah. my question was going to be or my comment was, Hawaii has we don't we we say Hawaii the like state. it's a right, one right. thing, but there are multiple right. different tourist. Uh, there are uh, multiple islands. Right. So yeah, you it, if. You're saying Maui, but the other islands, except the, I had heard the Big Island was on fire, too. But it is obviously the largest of the islands, so maybe it's a, a not one that's as inhabited. Yeah. Um, Maui's smaller, obviously, so it, the fires there are going to obviously devastate more of the, the locals. But, yeah, they're, they're, they have the multitude of islands. The problem being, though, I, I wouldn't want them to take away Maui as a stop on the cruise right like that's one of the heavy hitters like you got to keep Maui yeah and obviously at this point I'm sure they're diverting because I'm sure that there's the that's not a problem that they need right now is the cruise ship being there too I'm guessing again you say you don't have a lot of Hawaii travel right now which is good for Uniglobe uh, I, I would assume that folks who are, are are on a cruise or on a tourist trip over there they can still engage in their tourist activities just have to avoid where the fires where are. where the fires are yeah yeah just like canada i mean canada's still on fire 
I think Canada's going to be on fire forever. I've kind of come to that conclusion. It's just going to had, it's going to be on fire forever. I had clients that just came back from there, and they were like, it was crazy because off in the distance, we could see the fires, she said, but nobody was really worried about it. Now, yeah. She said, so we weren't. But so, I mean, obviously, they know what they're doing in order to keep everybody safe. But, yeah, I mean, they, they'll they just kind of work around them, you know. I guess kind of like Florida works around hurricanes. Well, I guess. And, and apparently where most of the Canadian wildfires are, they're not even trying to put them out. No. I mean, they're, they're far enough out in the... Well, and Yellowstone does the same thing. Yellowstone has a let it burn policy. Well, Yellowstone has... That's a policy. Yeah. 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 Well, and well, I have to feel like maybe can, uh, Canada might just feel the same way. You know, I, I think it's a natural. Lot of, in Canada, a lot of where the fires are are in uninhabited areas. Right. And it's just, and it's too hard to get there. They said it's kind of like Mother Nature's reset button. Yeah. A, a, a wildfire, you know, Mother Nature caused it, and it's getting rid of all of the the loose foliage on the for like on the ground, that that helps cause the wildfires anyway. So, for those particular areas, as they regrow, they won't be as susceptible to a wildfire wildfire in the future because there won't be as much on the ground i do remember when we took the first trip i took to yellowstone and and we saw a lot of the yeah the, you know the trees just on the ground and people were saying well why don't they you know clean that up and replant them or stop the fire and they said no that's it's nature's way of, of clearing things out and it's so funny the different areas because when i was in mount rushmore they feel very differently they do go they cut down trees they i think they said they have a rule of like a four foot gap between trees so they'll go through and they'll cut down um, any sapling that's within the four this feet. That, yeah, and they also clean up the floor because they don't want the wildfires. Uh, let me. Uh, uh, is there anything else you want to get into? No, on no, no. Right. we're already on a tangent. Why stop? Why now? not? Yeah. <laughs> let me ask uh, about Mount Rushmore again for yeah. just a quick second. I have never been there. To me, Mount Rushmore, you go. You, I know. You look at the faces. And I go, know. Wow, that's nice. Right. And then you go home. But I mean, there, what, what is there to do there? There are so many other activities out there. I was blown away, and four nights was not enough. Really? I thought the same thing. I was like, I'm going to take 33 people out there for us to take a bus out. Look at the president. We yeah. got when our flight was at like five in the morning. I was like, so I've woke all these people up and made them go at oh my god in the morning to get out there and look at the presidents, and then we turn around and come home. No. I mean, you've got, obviously, Mount Rushmore. Custer State Park is out there. And the way that they have these parks set up out there, you get different views that just blow you away of Mount Rushmore. Like, it's just incredible. And I understand the nighttime is very, nighttime's a yes. lighted time, so you, it is. you want to see it both in it's the It's a light-up ceremony, and they actually pay tribute to our veterans. They bring down any active um, or retired military, and they do a, a wonderful ceremony. And Badlands National Park out there, the Missile Man Visitor Center was out toward Badlands Wall Drugstore, which sounds so silly. And I would have, I, I know, I would have never imagined this. This drugstore is huge. Yeah. We were there for two hours, and I could have easily spent four. I, I've seen some pictures drop it's back huge. from that. Yeah, it, it's funny when these Bill would say, "Well, we're going to stop at Wall Drugstore." Right. I thought okay. the same thing. Is, is that like Walgreens? Right. You know, do right. I get some, uh, 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 you know, Sudafed and then right. go home? But no, it's right. Hey, I got to run. Hey, it's good seeing you. I know. It's good to see you, too. I'll have to sneak out more often. Yes. If they let you go, we'd I know, love right? to have you. <laughs> <laughs> we'd love to have awesome. you. Awesome. Thanks, guys. If you're interested in uh, any of the trips we've talked about or any trip for yourself or group group trip, call uh, Unilove Highway Travel, 304-232-5171. And they would be happy to help you. And uh, Jenna, it's good to see you. Good to see you guys. All right. Just about 9 o'clock, Watchdog Morning Show.
7.7 AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News, I'm Derek Dennis, at least 55 killed and counting on Mount.